You're listening to the Starshine Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Lowe, and each episode I'll be chatting with different folks in the entertainment industry, actors, singers, writers, directors, and more. Stay tuned and meet our guest. Hey, my name is Halia Jones. I play Eden Hawkins on Lock and Key, and you are listening to Starshine Magazine. Hey guys, I'm here with Halia Jones, who stars as Eden Hawkins in Lock and Key, now streaming on Netflix. Halia, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So I just finished Lock and Key last weekend, and oh my God, it's so good and weird. (laughs) It's so good and weird. I love those two words together, yeah, because I totally agree. (laughs) What did did you think of the storyline when you first auditioned for Eden? Um, so I didn't know much about the story, but I ran out as soon as possible got the comic books and went through those so quickly. I think it's such an interesting concept. We have a lot of shows out there that are kind of falling in the same um, compartments in certain ways. And I find that Lock and Key really steps out of those and deals with a wide range of different um, subjects that they do so beautifully um and i just think it's something new it's something fresh it's really nice to see yeah definitely i i wasn't sure like when i watched the trailer i was like it looked even creepier than i thought it was going to be if that makes sense like i was mm-hmm. i was worried that oh, i was yeah. going to be terrified because as soon as i saw a mm-hmm. key going into the back of someone's head i was like oh my yeah. god is and the sound <laughs> effect that they use for that is so gross like it's yeah. creepiest sound effect ever when they twist it. It's like, ugh, like, gross. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so I, I remember, like, the first couple episodes, I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then by the middle of the season, I was like, all right, I'm hooked. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like that's a lot with, like, oh, that happens a lot with Netflix shows. And that, like, you really have to stick it out the first couple of episodes. I'm not good mm-hmm. at that, doing that. Like, if it doesn't capture me in the first episode, it makes it difficult for me to want to go on. But definitely, I think they do such a good job at the end of the episodes of leaving cliffhangers that just makes mm-hmm. you want to continuously watch it. And then it ends up being like a nine-hour, ten-hour movie, <laughs> uh, which exactly. is really cool. I think they did a really good job of that. I didn't want to stop watching. Yeah, no, especially, like, the last episode of, like, Oh my God! When's the next season coming out? <laughs> right. I feel like everyone binge watched it, and now everyone's just like, "Oh no, I have to wait!" Like, are you guys filming yet? Is it going to come out soon? And it's so frustrating when you binge watch something and then it just you don't have it for another year. Yeah, it, and it's one of those things where like some people are really good about like, "I'll just watch an episode here or there." I am not that mm-hmm. person. If I start no. something, I need to finish it. <laughs> Yeah, my mom and I, my mom came to the premiere with me, and then, uh, like, two days later, it was released, and we watched the first, we had watched the first episode at the premiere, and then we, the day, like, at 12 o'clock when it dropped, we watched until episode five, and it was so hard to turn it off. It was, like, three in the morning, and we're like, no, we have to go to sleep. We have so much to do tomorrow. Um, but it was just so good. It just hooked us in from the beginning. And really unbiasedly, I truly think they've done such a good job of it. Even if mm-hmm. I wasn't a part of the show, I truly think I would watch it. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, but you play the mean popular girl in the school. 
Uh-huh. Uh, you I have did. a lot of fun <laughs> with that role. <laughs> oh, more fun than I probably should have. Um, <laughs> I I definitely take pride in in being a nice person uh, because I think that's you know you put out you get what you give, and mm-hmm. um, Eden definitely gets what she gives. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, especially like the scenes that I got to be a part of. I think are so. Um, I kind of consider them a little bit iconic. Like they're especially the episode five scene of Table, um, the yes, cafeteria scene. Bring that up. Like, <laughs> it's so it's crazy. Like I I got to be a part of one of the funniest and most like it's such a wild scene, and I feel so honored to be playing a character that gets to do crazy fun things. Um, but definitely playing a mean girl like. Uh, I'm getting involved with my publicist to to try to get involved with anti-bullying organizations because I really don't want to like allow that to mm-hmm. be okay. Um, which I mean, we've always seen the bitchy girl at school, um, right. but if I can do my part as much as possible to influence a brighter and kinder future rather than like justifying little Edens running around, that would be great. <laughs> because as much as it was so much fun to play Eden. Um, I don't, I, I would never say those kinds of things. And I would hope that no one ever would treat somebody like that, but it happens, you know, high schoolers yeah. are cruel little beings sometimes. <laughs> they are. I don't know why. It's funny. Um, on Facebook the other day, it like suggested my old high school, my high, my junior high school bully. And I was like, yeah. Oh, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's grown yeah. by now and has matured. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the big thing. It's like I have changed so much from high school. Um, I unfortunately was a little bit like Eden in high school. I don't believe mm-hmm. that I had said things nearly as horrible as her, but I, I speak openly about the fact that I wasn't, I was a very angry person in school because I didn't like school. And so mm-hmm. I acted out against other people um, because I was also bullied. So it was, there was just like a vicious cycle of bullying and being bullied, being bullied and bullied, you know, that kind of thing. And so being on a show where, you know, she gets what she deserves, it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> um, that's not the kind of person I am, but uh, it's definitely like, I've grown since then. And I would hope that anybody that I had heard in the past um, would give the chance to see that people do grow and people do mature. And as, as long as you're taking ownership for being that person, um, mm-hmm. and saying, no, I'm not like this anymore. I, I'm aware of my mistakes and who I was, and I've grown from that, and I hope that you can, you know, accept that growth as, yeah. you know, it's focusing for moving forward and maturing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's great that, you know, you're, you recognize that in yourself that, you know, mm-hmm. you had a little bit of that in you because the problem with most mm-hmm. people is they don't even know that they're doing it or, mm-hmm. you know, realize that how, how they're affecting mm-hmm. someone else. Of course, but, and then you know you never you never grow up from that. And yeah. I think the only way that we can ever grow as individuals is acknowledging uh, the negative parts of ourselves and saying, "Hey, this is who I was. This is not who I am anymore," and actively work against it, and just you know put out as much kindness as possible into the world. It's a much more fun place when you're kind and yes. get a smile on your face. And, yeah, it's a much better place to live. <laughs> Definitely. 
Eden does, you know, thankfully she, her character does evolve a little bit in the first season. I don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen in the second season. I won't say anything, mm-hmm. but, you know, we find something mm-hmm. about, out about Eden at the end. We'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk more about that cafeteria scene. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, where your body is basically being controlled <laughs> by someone else. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was it like filming it? Like, what direction did, you know, they give you, or did you just kind of take it into your own hands? So when I first got the scene, um, I thought that they were just going to be like, go up and figure it out. Um, <laughs> but luckily I got to do two movement coachings with uh, Roberto Cavanella and Lindsay Summers, who's a intimacy coordinator. And um, Roberto was so amazing to work with. He was so supportive, and so was Lindsay. And um, we created the, the scene. It's kind of a dance scene. We created the dance scene um, together. Um, and I have videos of, like, the first time we tried it and how it changed and all these different things. And so we had two movement coachings before the day of. And uh, I actually posted it on my Instagram, the behind the scenes of preparing for that scene. And it changed drastically over, like, over the course of the two coachings and then the actual filming. But when we got to uh, the actual filming date, I was um, working with Mark, uh, who's the director of episode five and six. Yeah, five and six. <laughs> and it was it was so much fun. Like, it was just a really amazing environment. And um, to do a scene like that, to be basically controlled, is a really it's really fun because and it's also a little bit challenging too because your face is doing something different than your body um Mm -hmm. which was as an actor a really challenging part that i really really enjoyed um i'm very excited to see if eden gets up to crazy shenanigans like that again i would hope so (laughs) i hope so too uh and you got you know i mean you recovered it what was it milkshakes or yeah, drink. so it was ranch, which is funny because it wasn't actually ranch. Um, it was like moisturizer because it comes oh. out faster. Um, so there was moisturizer, and I think there was like just like a combination of a bunch of different ingredients to make the smoothie. Um, which is funny because I had done also Let It Know on Netflix. I was going to bring that up to you, movie. like reading my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I figure these are the talk about, you know, and like just getting food all over me there. It was, it, I think there's there's tradition happening, and I'm I'm not against it. I actually really enjoy those kinds of scenes, and I really enjoyed filming both of those. So, but it's not actually real food. <laughs> Which is funny. Well, I guess yeah. that's, I, that's good and bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it well, mouth, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross. It was like it was a huge mess, but. I loved every moment of it. It was truly like one of the most fun I've ever, some of the most fun I've ever had on set. That's awesome. Um, and I, I let it snow, by the way. That's such a cute movie. It's so good. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you going to be doing any other upcoming roles and things like that? Um, so for the past while, I've been audition, like focusing on auditions and a lot of music. That's also one of my primary focuses. And I've been, I have a lot of auditions coming up too. Um, but we're we're still trying to figure out like what's going to happen with season two. We won't know until the end of the the month. 
because um, Netflix always does kind of like a 30-day algorithm thing to check how the show's going and seeing as it just hit number one on IMDb, I would think <laughs> or I hope, but you don't know. And like, yeah, mainly just auditions and stuff. I don't have anything in the way of acting that's coming up, um, mainly just music that I'm considering releasing and hoping to release in the springtime. That's awesome. Uh, and what kind of music do you do? Um, so I am a singer-songwriter, and so a lot of my stuff is guitar and piano and vocals, but then I do work with producer Gabriel Pitt in Toronto um, and a few different musicians uh, where we focus on kind of like a jazzy undertone of, and then mixing it in with modern pop and just kind of like seeing where we can bring the vintage style into the music, which is really mm -hmm. my main focus. Um, but yeah, it's kind of all over the place right now because I've been doing it for a little over a year again. Um, but I'm really excited to, to get it all ready to go and share it with the world at some point. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to hearing it. So now that you guys aren't filming Lock and Key, do you, do you keep in touch with the cast? Mm-hmm. So um, I just saw them a few days ago, and Jesse Camacho, who plays Doug from the Savini Squad, is someone I, I hang out with all the time, even my best friend. Um, we met through the show, and, uh, yeah, so I see him all the time, probably more than anyone else on the cast, um, because mm -hmm. a lot of the cast, lives all over the world and in different places and whatnot. But yeah, Jesse Camacho is definitely the <laughs> definitely my main my main friend from the show. That's awesome. Well I'm sure you know, with with next season I'm gonna put that out there that it's there is gonna be a next season. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. that, you know, I would that, hope so, yeah. Yeah. That your uh, relationships will grow and says your character's gonna grow and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. I'm really hoping they could write in some more scenes with Jesse. Um and I've I, I'm thinking they will because we had only really one scene together mm -hmm. and uh I they've seen our friendship go over the past while and have seen how fun that is that I think they're gonna really utilize or I'm hoping that they would utilize that in second season, but you never really know, right? Like yeah. anything can happen. That's true. Who knows what they have in their crazy heads. <laughs> Uh -huh. The writers and the showrunners are just so phenomenal that you know they they you can't you can write scenes but you can't write chemistry and mm -hmm. uh, I I think they've seen that Jesse and I have this really funny chemistry um, as well as everyone on the cast I think that the whole cast has done really well is like really combining our love for film and this story it's just like a big passion project and. We've all really just become friends outside of outside of the workspace too, which is really beautiful, and I feel incredibly lucky to be a part of that. That's awesome. Um, where can we find you on social media? Uh, my main thing that I use is definitely Instagram. So mm -hmm. it's Talia Jones. Um, it's basically Talia Jones on everything: uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't really use Facebook much, um, but yeah, mainly Instagram. I would say. It's the best place to find me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, that's most people nowadays. It's like everyone's on uh -huh. Instagram, everywhere else. Yeah. Like, yeah, I might have a profile for it, but I don't use it. 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like Instagram is just such a big part of this industry that it's silly not to have it. Like, if I ask someone if they have Instagram and they say no, I'm a little bit hesitant. I'm like, why, though? <laughs> I'm like, who are you? But, yeah, well, it's so important in just, like, letting the outside world in to mm-hmm. behind the scenes of this kind of, like, world of, you know, for so long, I feel like actors and celebrities and all those people were very closed off and people would seen getting the inside scoop and that's why the big magazines are so popular because they get the inside scoop but like if you're sharing on Instagram and choosing what you share with people it's I think it's a really cool insight into their life and what they do when they're not um not on set but also on set like I I took a lot of videos on set and posted like Mm -hmm. behind the scenes and people really like that they're like oh that's so cool and it's just like a, yeah. it feels like your friends, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, I mean, so I, really I, cool I, I definitely like it for that aspect. It does, as a journalist, um, it does, you know, I do feel like uh, it has a slight negative effect for us because, yeah, it is, yeah. you know, when you see your favorite yeah. celebrity post every day, I'm like, I'm, my magazine was, our tagline was always taking you a step closer to the stars and I would, you know, mm-hmm. ask questions that fans otherwise couldn't get the answers to <laughs> and now mm-hmm. I feel like well, now they can yeah. you know ask the stars themselves and they might not respond but they might respond who knows <laughs> yeah you never know like I need to definitely utilize that question thing on my Instagram like it can, I could be my own little journalist for that time right. you know which is yeah, kind of I mean, cool it, it um, is cool yeah, it's super, super cool. It, like, offers a lot of insight and opportunity for people to be, like, a little bit closer. And for also the, the stars, quote-unquote, uh, the stars to personalize their lives so it's not all up to the fans or people trying to, like, like the Perez Hiltons of the world. Um, right. It's not up to those people to, you know, create this story of the person's life. Like, it really gives the star the opportunity to kind of have an inside look of like how they want people to see their life and that can definitely be used for worse especially if they're not if they're like photoshopping their life kind of thing um which I don't do like I I try my best to be as real and goofy and me as possible on Instagram um Mm -hmm. because like that's what I enjoy doing um and yeah so Instagram is definitely the place to see a little weird and scoop in scoop, uh, scoop in my life. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely uh, follow you on Instagram so I can see all your inside scoop about uh, Lost and Key and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do have, like, an Instagram, like, highlight reel of Lost and Key stuff, but that's uh-huh. just been, like, after this stuff come out, but... I have like all those little highlight story things that kind of you can see like behind the scenes of when I was on actually like on the set and stuff. So that's that's also something I love doing. So that's awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for talking with me. It's been so fun to get a little inside uh, behind the scenes look at uh, Lock and Key. Yeah, of course. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And thank you so much for chatting. Thank you all for tuning in and make sure you check out Halia Jones in Lock and Key now on Netflix and stay tuned to starshinemag.net for all of your entertainment news, reviews, and interviews.